You're listening to The Wally Show podcast. You can hear the live version every weekday morning through the WayFM app or following along with us at wayfm.com slash Wally. The Wally Show podcast is brought to you by Colorado Christian University Online, where Wally teaches and where you can earn a degree online just like Betty Rock. You can learn more at ccu.edu slash Wally. This podcast is also brought to you by United Faith Mortgage. Let their direct lender advantage save you time and money. It's not news. Think of it more as uh, news-ish. It's The Wally Show. Most of us can agree, and if you can't, you're the issue, that we have that one person in our life that has everything, and you just don't know what to get them. Who is that in your life? You. Oh, really? Yeah, you... You you are so hard to buy for because the problem is is you like all expensive things. Right. I have very good taste. <laughs> <laughs> no, my hobbies are just expensive for they sure. Are. I get that. I get that. My my wife has the same problem. She's yes. like, I don't even know what to get you. Send yes. me links. It's such a widespread issue that this article I found took it upon themselves to ask people who consider themselves hard to buy for, what are some gifts that they would always appreciate? Oh, okay. This is Let's very see. helpful. I'll, I'll see if I... Yeah, if you agree Line with it. With okay, so self-care items made the list. This could be like an eye mask, mm. blanket, or candle. No, absolutely not. <laughs> candle is self-help. Yeah, I'm still a man. Like, <laughs> good call. Okay, uh, a holiday gift basket was pretty popular. Eh, nah, not really. Really? Yeah. Jeez. I mean, maybe a cookie cake is fine, or some, or the cookie bouquets, maybe. It's only going to last yeah. I mean, in fairness for some of us, it's only going to last a day or two. <laughs> yeah. but And then you'll never hear the end of it where he blames you for his weight gain. <laughs> right, right. So, no, that, that, so far, that's strike two. Well, then number one is going to be out. Yeah. Number one that made the list was chocolate. Huh? Oh, well, that's not bad. Like chocolate covered cherries? I like those. That's good stuff. Well, the, you get a lifetime supply of chocolate covered <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'd be so happy. Really? Yeah, because you can't get them all year long. If you can figure <laughs> out how to do that, Rock, you'd be my new best friend. Oh, if you can geez. figure out how to set me up with chocolate covered cherries and not the cream filled kind, but the liquid center so kind, already that would just show up again. every year. See, but, but again, I'm worth it. And, Are you? Yeah. Are you? I think so. Gavin will figure it out because <laughs> oh, no. he's my new best friend. <laughs> well, there there you go. Those are some, some suggestions for you. I would go with the chocolate covered cherry thing if I were you for that difficult person in your life because it's <laughs> genius. Uplifting Way FM. This is the Wally Show. And everybody has Christmas traditions in their lives and in their families. And in it. You can start some new ones, too. Sometimes you get an idea from somebody, and you're like, oh, I, I, you know what? That's something I'd like to try mm-hmm. in, in my family. There are some traditions you keep from when you know you were a kid, and you carry them on. And there was a lady who emailed me, and she said, uh, I'm a potty of your show. That's the people that get our podcast for free. Uh, I love the show. Thanks for the laughs. And uh, I appreciate that you guys... Uh, share like the real struggles in life as well. I discovered your show uh, when I became a single parent, and I'm really grateful for the ministry. And with Christmas coming up, I'm eager to start family traditions for my children that are new. And I've heard you guys talk about a bunch of different topics and things like that. And I'd love to know some ideas of traditions that other people do so that I could build some new memories with my kids. So she's coming out of a, a bad marriage and, and, and problems and, and kind of wants to start over again. And, and I, I love that. I like this. I think it's a great idea because who knows if some of those memories that the kids have could be 
tied to negative exactly. uh, memories. So exactly. to start something new means you could build something positive from such a, a supposed to be positive holiday. So what we want to do is share a couple traditions that you like and that you hold dear in, in your family. And maybe this will resonate with her and she can do them too. Uh, mine is that we do the reading of the Tale of Three Trees. Every Christmas Eve. Like, so I know there's the Christmas story in Luke 2, and it's great. Like, that was something my grandfather (laughs) always read to us, okay? But. But the Tale of Three Trees, I mean, it is basically centers around the Christmas story. But it's it's true. A creative version of it, and it makes me cry every year when I read it because I think it is absolutely beautiful. Which makes my holiday (laughs) that much better. Exactly. I've tried reading it on the air a couple times and just couldn't get through it and cried. It's so horrible. Uh, But I'm telling you, it's great. It's called The Tale of Three Trees. So that's mine, okay? So 855-33-WAY-FM. If you want to help out this single mom, build some new Christmas memories. We'd love to have your tradition that you do right now. 855-33-WAY-FM is how you can be on the show and help us out. Is there something that you do that you just love with your family? Yeah, so my husband works nights, so he's always at work on Christmas Eve. He gets off on Christmas Day. So me and my children, every year, they get one gift that they get to open on Christmas Eve. And it's always a new set of pajamas and either a book or a movie. And we'll get in our pajamas and we'll make some hot chocolate and we'll get in our car and drive around and look at the Christmas lights all over the city. And then we get home and we'll either read the story or we'll watch the movie and and snuggle up together in bed um, before we get ready to to go to sleep for the night. Yeah, sometimes we'll take some hot chocolate down to him at work, too, just so they get to see him before they go to sleep at night. So it makes it really fun. Girl, that is a great one, and I'm putting it on the list. Thank you. Of course. Y'all have a good day. All right, Sarah, you're up. What is your family tradition that you want to share with this newly single mom so she can create some new memories with her kids? through drive through a uh, Christmas light show and actually have a picnic in the car. Afterwards, we'd take the kids. We wouldn't go down the highway. We would go down through neighborhoods and I'd ask the kids which direction they wanted to go so they could find more Christmas lights. I love that. It's so simple, too. It doesn't cost any money, and all it's doing is building memories, you know, that they can share. And I like that you give them the control in it. That's a great idea. Yeah, my kids loved it and look forward to it every year. How old are your kids? Well, I've got four of them. See, I've got 22, 20, 18, and 16. Oh, wow. I was thinking they were still little ones. And so your older kids, even as adults, look forward to this? Oh, yes. But I think that just goes to show how fun of an experience it is to show that even as they get older, they're still looking forward to it. Yeah, that means it was a good one. Right. Oh, yes. Well, I got you down, Sarah. I'm going to add this to the list because I think that is a great one that this uh, newly single mom can work into her Christmas traditions, too. Thank you. What is a tradition that you guys do? So we didn't do stockings, but what we would do is I would wrap 24 presents for each kid. And every night after dinner, we'd pick up prize. And everybody got the same thing. It was like chapstick, a calendar, chocolate orange, whatever. And it just gave a little excitement every night, too. And then we just talked about what Christmas meant. I could see wrapping chapstick being very difficult. (laughs) (laughs) And then the kids pick it up. I wonder what this is as they shake it. (laughs) It was fun, and the kids loved it. So do they get a bigger present on Christmas Day? Oh, sure. Oh, You know, okay. I'm a little crazy Christmas girl. I'm the girl with four trees in my house. Of oh, course wow. Did. Oh, wow. You gave him a bigger <laughs> tube of chapstick. Yes. <laughs> Industrial <laughs> chapstick. <laughs> I came here in a time machine that you invented. Great, Scott. Now, I need your help to get back in time.
uplifting way of him. This is the Wally Show, and Flashback Friday is where we go back in time musically, and you take us there. You go to uh, wayfm.com slash Wally, and you submit a song that you want to hear from yesteryear, something that has a good story to it, because that's what we're really looking for, too. In addition to the song is why it matters to you. And next week, we're going to be doing our special Christmas special of uh, Flashback Friday. Our special Christmas Our very special Christmas special. Uh, Special. And it's going to be special and amazing. And we have to decorate the time time machine. machine. Yeah. yeah, we have to decorate it. Put some lights on there, mm-hmm. some garland. Yeah, and, and maybe some old school stuff. We might even throw in some myrrh and frankincense if we go far enough back. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, so wow. you choose what we uh, go back to. And so, I mean, it can be anything. Like, if I was doing it, I would go back to my rock days. I would go back to the uh, 80s uh, Christmas time. With Striper. Yeah, come on, guys. This is so bad. Harmony. Oh, that's later. <laughs> they don't want to give it all of you up front. There you go. So good. I, I just, I, that takes me instantly back to so the days bad. of being in a hairband <laughs> and like living my best life. So I would, I would choose oh, there's that. Other harmonies. Yeah, there we go. Pocket in a winter wonderland. Gavin, what would you do? I think this one's controversial, especially within this room. Though I know. You, Wally, will appreciate it. Yeah. Don't. I, what? Do it. Don't. I Do want it. this. I'm Don't. in control of the time machine. I'm picking Christmas shoes. For my mama, I, didn't, I think I would take Striper over this. Really? Oh, yes. Oh, so good. But wow. see, that's it's just the thing. Bad. You get to make your decision. You are calling the shots, and no one can say anything about it. Well, we have to go back in time. So know. if you chose this song, and it's a great story, who knows? You could win. If you chose Striper, you could win. But it doesn't matter. You choose your song that you love. Uh, but get them in now, uh, because we're going to do this next week, and we want to have time to uh, go find the perfect Christmas song. Can we turn this off? Turn it up, man. Yeah. No, turn it. Sorry. <laughs> so if you, all these years she's worked with me, she still hasn't learned. Uh, so if you uh, want your very own time machine, please hit us up. Okay. Wayofhim.com. There we go. Slash wall. There we go. All right. And out. Nobody. Uh, Gavin, does this remind you? Does this remind you, Gavin? Of uh, your days working in a shoe store, is that why you picked it? Yeah, I'm just glad that a kid didn't come okay. in and tell this story. <laughs> you would have cried. I sat there and cried. No, yeah. Oh yeah. Like, just take them, okay. kid. Okay, wayfm.com slash Wally. Here we go. No, come. Oh, so beautiful. It's not. <laughs> All right, get it in. We'll do Flashback Friday next week. Henry Ford once wisely said, whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. And I love that concept because it really does go to your perspective. If you think you can do something, you can do it. But if you don't believe you can, you're going to fail. And that was the case for this mom who finished her college degree 30 years after she started. Wow. There was a time where she was like, I can't finish it in. I can't fit it in with life. And she took a a break, a pause. But then she decided, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to go back to school. I'm going to finish my degree. She did it. And she wants to become a teacher now, uh, you know, even all these years later, which I think is so great. She thought that she could and she did. That's what's important. And I think a lot of moms out there don't make themselves a priority. They want to put their kids first, which is great. That's understandable. But what about making 2021 your year where you make yourself a priority and go get that education that you've always wanted at Colorado Christian University where you can get faith-based learning. I went to CCU myself and got everything I needed straight online. Got a degree in healthcare administration and psychology. And I'm so glad now looking back that I did it. 
And she's a better believer. Wait, what? No, I can't say it with a straight face. <laughs> Just go to ccu.edu slash Wally to learn more. And you can email your back-to-school question for Wally and Betty Rock to answer at wallyccu at gmail.com. Making heads or tails of the headlines. You know me to be a very smart man. Don't you think if I were wrong, I'd know it? Here's Wally. So, Betty Rock and Gavin, where do you stand on neighborhood Christmas light displays? For or against? Oh. For it. Yeah, yeah for it. All, yeah. The more the merrier. Now, about, okay, no, big uh, ones, like giant ones. I still think that that's okay. If I saw one per lawn, like if everybody in the neighborhood was yeah. doing it, then I'd be scared. I'd be afraid I was in a Hallmark yeah. film. Yeah, okay. Because uh, there is this guy in Virginia, he's a grandfather, and he is upping his game a little bit with his holiday display. Like I have a friend that goes all out. Paul, he uh, oh, takes it real right. serious. You know him. And he starts a month or three months early. Yeah. Yeah, has won an stuff. award, hasn't he? For uh, like yeah. how good he's done? Yeah, he won like a Reese's peanut butter cup, uh, I think, and like <laughs> they, yeah, I and thought a t-shirt. He, was like, he got like something you, in the newspaper. Sound, you're making it sound way bigger than it was. I thought it was a big deal. Okay, but anyways, it's still it is a big deal. <laughs> it was deal. a big deal in the Christmas like community because <laughs> there is a Facebook community. Yes, yes. Uh yeah, but but I love going by his house every year, okay? And so there is this uh, guy that is upping his game. He is doing 1.5 million lights. And it's become like a tradition. Ooh. And this isn't like some just wealthy guy with this big mansion and spending a bunch of money on it. Mm-hmm. You know, he, well, he is spending a bunch of money on it. But he uh, did this as kind of a family tradition. They started it just a few years ago, and it's gotten bigger every year. And now he says like somewhere in the neighborhood of two to 500 people a night come by. Ooh. Yeah, see, what? there's where if you live in the neighborhood, you're like, oh, Yeah, because no. he's causing traffic. Yeah, you're like, that gummit, like, that's not fun. I but can you see can't, that. Yeah. You can't be a Grinch about it, you know, either. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know, like, I, I could. could. <laughs> he's like, I'm calling the Homeowners I, Association. Yeah, I could. Yeah, and so, uh, it, but then there's been things that have happened that were cool. They're like this one couple, they did the arch over the driveway thing with all the lights. My wife said she likes that, and I'm like, oh, can I make that happen? I don't know. <laughs> Um, and, but uh, a couple proposed in front of it. And then oh, something wow. really cool one year is, for some reason, he decided to do purple lights this one year. And this lady drove up and is just sobbing there in the front yard because her daughter had passed away from cancer, her little girl. And purple was her favorite color. So, like, Ooh. it oh. is interesting, though. Like, this guy had no idea about that story. But it meant something to her, you know, and so sometimes you just start doing something that you love and you just kind of go with it and you never know how that's going to impact somebody. And how, what, what? Terrible timing. If you're in the front yard yelling at this guy saying, take down these right. lights. And then that lady comes up sobbing. Exactly. Like, Thank you so much. Yeah. So I, th- I think that's a fun thing that you can do uh, with your kids, though, is drive around. Like we like to drive around when Haley was little. We would not plan it. And we would just drive through neighborhoods to try to find those really cool houses yeah. that had like decent light displays. Causing and, traffic as you go. I know. But it's fun. And you bring some <laughs> cookies with you. That's the best part is the cookies while you drive. And so maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that's something you want to start with your kids. Uh, I don't know. But uh, good on this guy for uh, doing something really cool that's uh, kind of a legacy for his family, too. Uplifting Way FM. This is the Wally Show. And recently, my family was on vacation. And so we were on a cruise line. You know how they do contests on cruises for families? And, you know, they bring you up on stage and you, you play a game. And so uh, we got to do that. Oh. It was a lot of fun. 
And so it was like a lightning round, and they thought they would trick you with, like, what's your favorite number? And so the odds of somebody else guessing your favorite number, my whole family got that right instantly. It was like, and we all went three. Like, without without hesitation, each one of us was three. Because three is a big deal in your house. Like, if you've ever gone to Wally's house, you'll see this whole wall that has threes all over yeah. it because there are three of y'all. Exactly. Like, we collect the threes anywhere we're at on vacation just as a fun thing to put on that wall. And it's always been the three of us wherever we've been. Mm-hmm. And so, like, three is a big number for our family. And I am curious about if you have a favorite number... And why? Like, what's the story? Like, for us, again, it was the three of us. Is It signifies the, the mm-hmm. unit that we are. And we have moved around the country, and it's always been us against the world kind of mm-hmm. thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that's why we have that, and we kind of decorate with it. And so, Rock, do you have a, a favorite number and a I reason? I do. I have my favorite number is five. I did not know this about you. Okay, so the reason it's five is because I was born... Because that's how you learn to count on stop, your fingers. <laughs> stop, stop, I was born on the fifth month of the fifth day... That's right. ...of 85. Cinco de Betty. I was my grandmother's fifth grandchild. Really? Betty has five letters in it. Oh my goodness. Yeah, like there was one day we sat down and we just thought, wait, I was... That five goes with this, 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 this. Yeah, I can't remember them all, it's crazy. but yeah, five goes with a lot of things in my life. My two-digit, my two-digit IQ ends in five. Hey, <laughs> oh. it could have been ninety-five. I was, I wasn't being mean. You, you probably thought twenty-five, but I think ninety-five is pretty good. Uh, so, what is your favorite number and why? That's what I'm curious about. You've heard Betty's number uh, and and why. You've heard mine. So eight five five. 33-WAY-FM, that's another fun number, 855-33-WAY-FM. Who, who knew, Rock, that you would be working in a place that had two fives in it? 855-33-WAY-FM. Whoa, look at that. See? Another, another causation, another correlation. Watch out. All right, so we'll take yours now, 855-33-WAY-FM. What is your favorite number, Eugenia, and why? My favorite number is 13. Oh, that's Ooh. usually what people associate with unlock. Well, I had found out that I had cancer on the 13th of March. I had kidney surgery, and they removed the cancer. So it's the beginning of my new life. Hmm. I like that. So you're taking a negative event, and you're kind of reassociating it and reclaiming it and turning it into a positive with your favorite number now being 13 because you're starting all over again. Exactly. I love it. That's a great reason for your number. Thank you, Eugenia. No problem. Thank you. All right, Elamay, you're up. What is your favorite number and why? Our family number is 23 because my husband was born October 23rd. My son was born July 23rd. And my daughter was born June 23rd. No and the way. And together is 23. Yeah, you, you have to uh, go with 23 <laughs> at that point. That's too coincidental. Exactly. Is there something that you have wanted to do and you're like, wait, we have to put it off until the 23rd? No, actually, my husband teased me about the fact that they had a 23 club that my grandma was actually a part of because she was born in 1923. Do you have anything in your home that is representative of your 23-ness? Uh, my son started playing football this that he could take his own number, and I picked his number for him. Oh, it's you picked 23? 23. Yeah, okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm curious. Do you have a favorite number and why? Yes, I do. My favorite number is seven, and I, that's because I have seven daughters. But that's not the end of the story. My seven daughters, I started out with two singles, then I had twins, 
and then I had triplets. Ooh. Oh, so wow. we are seven daughters, and that is the number of completion, and I was neutered. Truly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. a blessing, but I wasn't going to try for that boy again. Yeah, you're like, I am not having eight is my favorite number. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to read some email. Even though I don't read well, I think I might be dyslexic. So please don't make fun of the way I read. Wally at wayfm.com is how you can always email me with whatever is on your mind. Uh, You know, we do things all the time that you're not sure where it's going to go, how it's going to land with people. And and I love this. uh, It says, hey, I've been uh, listening to your show since you guys came on in the DFW area for several years now. I'm a faithful potty. I donate uh, to Way FM. And, uh, you know, the first time I heard your show, I knew, I knew I would never listen to another show again. Like, wow, that's really nice. Thank you so much. Uh, she said, I know you probably get a ton of emails every week, but I just want to tell you guys thank you. Uh, you've always said your show isn't for everyone, but it is for someone every day, and today was my day. She said, on November 19th, you did a group therapy session with the song by Casting Crown Scars in Heaven. And yeah, that's where we take a song, we play the, the hook of it, and we say, hey, what is your story? What is this song meant to you? Because the song is the same, but the stories that Surrounded are all different. If you haven't heard it, it's this song. The only scars in heaven won't belong to me and you. There'll be no such thing. She said on November 22nd, just three days after uh, the show originally aired and three days before Thanksgiving, my sister took her own life. Hmm. She was hurting both physically and mentally, and she leaves behind a husband and two kids, and it just wrecked me and my family. Because, yeah, can you, as you can imagine, I mean, you've got this time of year that's supposed to be this really great time. And then it gets totally turned upside down, mm-hmm. you know, by tragedy in your family's life. Right. And there's probably not that many people in your life that can have walked in your shoes. Yeah. So you're, you're trying to find that help where you can. So five days later on the 26th, I hear the group therapy session on my podcast. And each person that shared their stories about the song summed up the feelings I've been having and struggling to come to terms with since my sister's death. And uh, the bright side is I know she's no longer in pain. She's in the arms arms of uh, Jesus and her scars are healed. Thank you for being a source of laughter and sharing these stories. Uh, and thanks for all you guys do. Like, See, that's the thing, man. That's why I love sharing the music that we play and each of you, like everyone that called and shared their story, they had no idea what was happening behind the scenes. And that's how God works like because we didn't know this. And so people sharing their stories of what this song meant to them helped this lady in the biggest time of need in her life. And, and I love that. And I, it's an honor to be a part of that. And so thank you for sharing your stories. And uh, if you ever want to talk to us about anything that's going on in your life uh, the best way to hit me up is on my email and it's just wally at wayfm.com when my daughter was young she loved putting money in her piggy bank hey it's wally and as a kid there's nothing better than shaking that pig and watching money fall out did you know that as an adult you could be holding the biggest piggy bank of your life your house home values are up so much that you can get more out of your home even if you love it and don't want to sell refinancing can lower your monthly house payment saving you money or you can do a cash out refinance which in essence is using your house like a piggy bank and shaking some of the equity out that you have built up and united faith mortgage 
mortgage can help. They are a family of faith-based mortgage experts, and I love founder Ryan's passion for what he does. Now's the time. Strike while the iron's hot, if you will. Please, I don't like to put pressure on anybody, but... I just want to see as many people take advantage of these times as they can. So if you need some extra coins, see how much money you can shake out of your house now. United Faith Mortgage. Start online. Call anytime. UnitedFaithMortgage.com. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Metal Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate Animalist number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. It's today's Music Insider, or TMI, with Gavin. Okay, so Wally, I think I've heard you say this before, that the whole process of writing a an original Christmas song that instantly kind of feels like a classic is not like an easy thing to do. No, and it's one of those things that when you capture that, it becomes a Christmas classic, but you have to write it with that feel already yeah. in it. I think Mariah Carey's is a great example of that. That song, when it was new, already felt classic, and exactly. then now it, it's become that. Okay, so Matthew West came out with a Christmas song called We Need Christmas. Okay. I do think that I trust Matthew West, like, lyrically, musically, like, the message is going to be there. Like, I trust all of those parts of Matthew West writing a Christmas song. And so I'm curious if you guys hear this song and think, oh, I could see hearing that for 20 years from now. Because here's the thing that makes a, a song sound classic. The definition, in my opinion, is Ooh. is if you hear it, maybe even for the first time, but you think you've heard it before. Ooh. Like, that is what oh. makes it a Christmas classic. I, I didn't like think that. you were going to say that. I thought you would say Jingle Bells. No, you no, have no. to have Jingle Bells. No, I understand that. No, but no. Not every song Christmas song needs to have bells in it. But it, it does, does help. help. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, if you feel like, man, I've heard that song before, then you know you've got something. So here we go. This is Matthew West's we Christmas need song. Christmas. Matthew West Christmas song for you. Okay, now, under my definition, does it tick that box for you? It doesn't for me. No, it so, doesn't. It, do, no, it doesn't mean it's a bad yeah, song. No, 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 it not just, at all. It doesn't sound like the song. Oh, I've heard from Christmas's past. Sure, you know, but that doesn't mean that it's not a great song. Like I do like that song, and it's a great original Christmas song for sure, and a great message. Oh, yes. absolutely. Now, when it comes to my criteria, it definitely checks that box. What is your criteria? I heard Jingle Bells. Oh, did you really? Yes. I, how did I miss he it? He said, "Let the bells ring." I missed it. They See, were so far back in the mix. That's what he said. Like he has that lyrics. Like we hear the bells. And I like put my. I was like trying you to listen into it closer because I was like I kind of don't hear them. Oh, I so, did. I'm I was listening did. for them. Betty Rock maybe just hears bells in her head all the time, <laughs> like during Christmas because she's not like much little, left in there. Little Christmas elf. They they reverberate. Uh, <laughs> echo, so there you echo. go. Uh, that is uh, Matthew West, and what's it called, Gavin? It's called We Need Christmas. All right, maybe that was a Christmas classic for you instantly too. But that's the song if you want to check it out. 
uplifting way of him, this is the Wally Show. And giving gifts is fun. It's one of the five love languages, you know. So I, I enjoy that, trying to find the right gift for somebody. And one of my favorites for my wife this year is uh, going to be $10, and it comes from Tractor Supply Company. <laughs> and she's never going to see it coming, which is what I love. Like, surprise! And she's not like a southern farm oh, tractor person. Not at all. Like, so I'm not sure what's at Tractor Supply yeah. that you could have gotten her. It's going to be glorious. Now, there's a lot of things I could buy from Betty there. You're like, yeah, that checks out. Yeah. She'd like I it. I shop there for my attire. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so uh, I'm always surprised when I hear people that do gift giving in a unique way. And Gavin came up with something that I would never heard anybody doing. So what are you guys doing this year, you and your wife, Haley? So we picked out a word, and we did this last year as well. We picked out a word and then you go to a store and you have to buy a gift that matches the every letter of the word. Okay. And so we did that last year with our last name, which is almost 10 letters. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Target. No. Um, that was a mistake. This year, we picked a four-letter word. Good idea. And uh, we, we made some like bigger purchases as a family this year. So we picked a smaller word. <laughs> And hey, my wife's idea was that we would do this at Dollar General. Oh, <laughs> so, so great. I think that's going to make it more interesting because you really have to work hard to find a really good Dollar General gift. Yeah, for sure. Now, I want to explain this. Okay, so uh, the, what is the word? So the word is, okay, this is a little nerdy on my part. So the word sure. is duos. When you play video games yes. together, the two of you, you play duos. So you have to find a um, gift that is a D, yes. a U, an O, an and, an o S. and an S. Okay. A gift that starts with that letter. Yes. yes. So like, mate, what if your word was like grace or hope, then it would be H-O-P-E. Or yes. like like a, a, a word chosen by a normal person. Yes. Like, <laughs> Thank you. Duos. <laughs> Come on. But you know what? It works for you. I don't mean to say, I don't mean to cast uh, judgment here, but that works for you guys. Yes. And I, I've never heard this. I love this because like in the past, we had done a Christmas where uh, you could only only give gifts that had the as seen on TV logo oh, on them. Fun. Like, yeah, exactly. So it's like fun things like that. And uh, I still have my uh, copper pans, you know, and they're great. <laughs> and I think it kind of takes the pressure out of, in, in my mind, on our on our side of things. It doesn't. You don't have to find the one absolutely perfect gift that's going to cost Ooh, a good amount of money. Or do you? I don't know. Some, general, some women, yeah. they play this game oh. of like, oh. It's it doesn't matter, and then it really does. Yeah, you, you might be right. You might want to swing by Target to a <laughs> home just pick up a little something extra. All right, so that's Gavin's thing that he's doing. And so, what are some great like gift ideas? Like we did the as uh, seen on TV thing, and Gavin's doing the word thing. So, have you done something in your family that was a way to uh, select gifts for each other? I, I love this idea, and I love hearing these because you might give somebody a great Christmas idea for this year or even for next year. So, eight five five. 33-WAY-FM is the number. That's 855-33-WAY-FM. I would love to hear your thoughts right now and your ideas for creative ways to give gifts this year. 855-33-WAY-FM. So, Karina, what is a way that you have done gifts in the past? So, my family, what we always do, because I have a a little three-year-old, and with our nieces and nephews, um, all the adults, when they get gifts for the children, we always do experiences instead of things. 
so like one year, my in-laws got my son a year-long membership to the Children's Museum in Charleston. Oh, that's a good oh. idea. Uh, or we do like monthly subscription boxes for my um, our little nieces that are science-themed, so they get to create this little science experiment each month together. Oh, that's a really um, good idea. So it's just so it's not like things that are you know cluttering up the house because kids have plenty of toys, but you know little experiences are always something good that everybody can do and the family can enjoy. That's awesome. I'm going to add that to the list. I think that'll definitely help somebody out this year. Thank you, Karina. You're welcome. Have a great day. What's yours, Angela? My husband and I started this um, when we first got married. We go to the Dollar Tree um, before, even before Christmas Eve, and it's to fill each other's stockings. And what we do is when we get in there, we split up. We set, like, you know, just a small one at, like, 3 to $5 or whatever. And the goal is when you split up, you have to go find three or five items that make you think of the other person. And it can be romantic, it can be sentimental, it can be goofy, it can be total gag. And then when you sit down and you exchange stockings, um, you just let each other know, okay, this is why I got this item. Um, like, for example, when you're not can of silly string because I can be silly sometimes. Um, and then coincidentally, the year before we got pregnant with our first child, we had both bought each other baby items. Oh, because no we wanted to start a family together. So that's just a cute little thing that we do every year. That's really cool. Betty, if you were to do this with me, if we exchanged uh, stockings at the dollar store, what do you think you'd put in there? <laughs> well, you are getting a little bit older, so I think I'd give you Ben Gay for your joints. Oh, that's good. I get you deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> well played, <Okay>. sir. <laughs> Touche. <you. laughs> What is your gift-giving thing this year? So my husband has three kids, and I have three kids, and we've recently come together, and our kids live all over. And so we try to get them together once a year, and we do Goodwill hunting. And we go to Goodwill and pick out a, a fun gift, and then when they all bring it together, we do like a white elephant gift-giving where they pick a number, and they can choose a gift, and they can trade and steal. And it's, <laughs> it's a fun way just to kind of go out there and get a creative gift and uh, they have a good time with it and they send the gifts to me ahead of time and so I have them and so my son actually sent he was so excited to tell me he's like mom can I tell you what I got and I'm like so sure he got a bowling ball and a nice. bowling bag see that's great like I don't even need one but if that was like ever in a gift exchange I'd be like I want it I must have it <laughs> yeah so he wants it and he so when he's cleaning out the bag he found $40 in the bag what hey uh, did he turn that in with the bowling ball probably not well I don't know I I go, well, don't you have to maybe share that? He's like, oh, I don't know. It's my gift. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. yeah. He pocketed that. Let's be honest. You didn't raise that one right. <laughs> <laughs> This is such a great time of year where we get to start thinking about Thanksgiving and spending time with family and then Christmas right around the corner. And it's never too early to start thinking about ways that you can actually do something to help somebody in need. That's why I love that we've partnered with Food for the Hungry and the Chicken of the Month Club. Now, this is a subscription-based option, kind of like you do like Socks of the Month and things like that. <laughs> this is where you can send two chickens to a family in need for only 28 bucks a month. And you might be thinking, why chickens? I I don't even know the first thing to do. If someone gave me a chicken, I'd be like, what do I do with this? But these people in these developing countries, they know how to maximize that resource. Yeah, and one other good thing about having chickens is that they lay eggs. I mean, I'm pretty sure, not that I know much about chickens, but that they lay eggs every day, I believe. A lot of eggs, yes. So, don't I mean, quote her on that. That's but... helpful. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how families can earn extra income by selling eggs. Plus, the nutrition for families that deal with food insecurity. Don't tell the chickens about that, but it's a great source <laughs> 
protein. And they can also sell the chicks to other families as well. And so there's another income opportunity as a side hustle for them as well. Another great thing about chickens is that they multiply pretty fast. So when they're selling those baby chicks, the families can get the income that they need that can help them reach their goal even quicker. And another thing I love about this, it's not a handout, it's a hand up. And if that kind of resonates with you, it's a great thing to do this holiday season. You can help provide two chickens every month to a family for just $28 a month. You can check it out at fh.org slash Wally Show. That's fh.org slash Wally Show. Or text the word chicken to 91979. That's chicken to 91979. We'll send you a link. These are the least important stories out of Hollywood, but nonetheless entertaining. Here's Betty Rock with the least of these. At only 30 years old, actor Michael J. Fox, better known as Marty McFly from Back to the Future, was first diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. Oh, yeah. That's way too young. It's so sad. The disease can cause a resting tremor in your limbs. Mm -hmm. Like if your hand is sitting still, it's still moving. Um, Difficulty with your balance, making you fall down a lot. Uh, Speech problems. My grandfather had this. And and, and it's a tough disease because your mind is still good. Right. But your body isn't willing. I actually interviewed Michael J. Fox. He had this experimental surgery at the time on his brain. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know that. And uh, he came in and I interviewed him right after this, like a few months after this. And it was weird because he hadn't said that he had Parkinson's disease yet. So nobody knew. And I'm like, man, something is just off right now. And and it it was just an odd interview and I couldn't pinpoint it. And then he comes out later and says, oh, I have Parkinson's disease. And it all fell into place. I'm like, oh, I get it now. And he's been on the forefront of Parkinson's research and things like that. And he's continued to act, too, through it. Yeah, yeah. And while many wouldn't blame the guy for being very pessimistic after losing so much of his independence, uh, he Mike Fox is actually practicing gratitude for his own sake. Um, in a recent interview, he said, and I think all of this is fantastic, he said, gratitude makes optimism sustainable. If you don't think you have anything to be grateful for, keep looking. You can't wait for things to be great and then be grateful for that. Yeah, that's true. And that's so good. He said that he actually had this awakening when he had fell down some stairs and shattered his arm. Mm. So he's sitting there on the floor. You know, this Parkinson's has made him lose his balance, lose all of like some of the respect that he had. Yeah. And so he said that he was sitting there on the floor thinking, this is just, what is my life? But then he was able to see if I stay grateful for what I do have, it helps me in those harder times. Yeah. I think gratitude is one of those things. If you're truly thankful, it's hard to be anything else. It's hard to be angry. If you're truly thankful, it's hard to be jealous. If you're truly thankful. And, and it starts from that simple place of sometimes finding one thing. Cause I, I have people ask me all the time about like, you know, I'm, I'm struggling with depression or I'm just in this hole and I can't see. I'm like, find one thing mm-hmm. and be thankful for that all day long. And, and, and what you'll find is that one thing will usually lead to another thing and then another thing. And, and, and it can be the tiniest thing, but it's that starting point to get you out of that hole that when you find that you're grateful, it makes being, it makes, it makes positivity more the norm for you in your life. So. Anyway, there you go. Wow. And coming I, from you. I don't always practice it. Uh, like, uh, full disclosure, like, I'm not always great at it, but it, but it's something that I have to do con- consciously. I have to make a conscious yeah. decision to do that as well. And so it's a, a thing that I try to do, too. So there you go. That's going to do it for your least of these. Thank you, Lady Rock. 
uplifting way of him, this is The Wally Show. And who has watched a Hallmark Christmas movie already this year, Gavin or Betty? I have. Have you really? Yeah. Nice, oh, Gavin. Geez. It was a story of a girl who was playing the violin for the Christmas choir, but of then course her it was. hand broke and she couldn't do it anymore, and she found love in the local city and blah, blah, blah. Oh, that's fine. What, what was the guy that she fell in love with? Was he an orthopedic surgeon and put her hand back together, or was he a tree farmer? He was his hand surgeon. Was he really? Yeah. Oh, did she, did she leave a boyfriend in the city? No, she was more. She was that girl who was like so focused on the career, Okay, but then once she couldn't, Pursue her career yeah. via the broken oh, hand. She fell in love with, with the uh, the surgeon. <laughs> See, I, I surprise I, you every time. They write themselves. Uh-huh. It's unbelievable, mm-hmm. and, and it's surprising. Betty Rock has not watched one yet no. this year. No, I have better things to do. Like, I oh. would rather clean a toilet. Re- <laughs> Boo! <laughs> <laughs> I love Hallmark movies. No. My daughter loves them, so it's fun to sit there with her and watch them, and then ruin them. <laughs> like, 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 literally, five minutes in, I will tell her the whole plot of who's gonna. Well, because it's what so easy when. to do. Oh uh, yeah, they're all the same, and so. Yeah. Here's what we're going to try to do. We are going to try to write the next Hallmark movie, Christmas movie, three words at a time, okay? But we need your help to do this. We're going to go around the room and and write the story, you know, in real time. But we need your help. We need an occupation for uh, the love interest or the uh, main girl. Uh, we need a, a location of where this Christmas is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then the situation, what's going on? Kind of like the lady was driven to be a violin player and then broke her hand. And the more creative, the more odd, yeah. the better. Challenge us yes. a little bit. So we're looking for occupation, location, and situation. 855-33-WAY-FM. And then we'll write the summary of it uh, three words at a time. 855-33-WAY-FM. If you want to help us write a new Hallmark movie, we'll do it right now. Uplifting Way FM, this is The Wally Show. And Alexandra, thank you so much for joining us. We are going to attempt to write a new Hallmark movie going around the room three words at a time. But we need your help. We need an occupation, a location, and a situation. So what do you got? I have, for an occupation, a mailman. Um, the uh, location, the post office. Okay. And the situation is going to be a dog bite. A dog bite? Yes. Okay, I love it because it is so plausible in that profession. So here we go. We're going to write this Hallmark synopsis, three words at a time going around the room. Before we start, I have a question. Is mailman one word or two? Give it one. Okay, thank you. What? That's yeah. two. <laughs> a mailman. Okay. <laughs> a mailman was at his desk when he heard a commotion in the post office. A loud bark caught his attention. And CPR was not his specialty. <laughs> but he did have a flannel red jacket that he used to prop. What's for? Oh, sorry. <laughs> he used to prop the girl victim. After she got injured and he kissed away her dog bite (laughs) (laughs) and they lived happily ever after. We got it. It took a second, but we got there. That is the next Hallmark movie uh, that you can see Alexandra star in. And it sounds just as lame as the real ones. (laughs) Ready, set, Google.
Uplifting Way FM. This is the Wally Show. We're going to give you a chance to win a prize here today, but you got to pay very close attention to our round of Ready, Set, Google, because you'll get a question based on how well we do in this. Gavin is going to ask us a question uh, that Betty Rock and I can use our phones to Google, but we're going to bid on how many words it can we can use to get to the answer, and then whoever uh, you know comes in with the lowest amount of words and gets challenged to do it has 20 seconds to find that answer on Google. So, Gavin, what is your holiday Christmas-themed Ready, Set, Google question for us? Okay, have you guys seen uh, Miracle on 34th Street? Never. Yes. Oh, really? I've only seen part of it. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so in the end, there's like this situation where they have to bring letters. The kids wrote to Santa in front of a prosecutor because a man named Chris Kringle is being prosecuted for being Santa. Yes, yes. It's a big drama. Don't spoil it for me. I might watch it this year. Sorry. Go watch it. It's great. Well, no, I don't have to. The question is, how many mags, oh, mags, how many mailbags did the post office bring into the courtroom? Okay. Full of Santa Claus letters. Okay, so how many words do you think you'll need to get to that answer, Betty Rock? Golly, I'm 34th. Street movie. I'm four. Four. I. Mm, I. I think I can do it in three. Oh, what, you, what words would you? Now mailbag is one word. So wait a minute. I think I can wait. do that. In, I think I can do I'm that. Googling. Yeah, you should. You should have googled that ahead of time. But you can't start googling that. Two words. No, I'm just googling. Okay, to see is it one back. word? Singular. Uh, what? Yeah, in one it word. Looks like it's one it word. Is. Yes! Oh, yes! What a twist! Okay, wait a minute. Wait a okay. minute. You said three. Three words. A mailbag. Wait, let me see if I can do two. No. Mailbag. <laughs> okay. Mailbag. Santa? No, mailbag thirty-four. No. Okay. Yeah, do it. Okay. Yeah, I don't think you can get the it. The words I'm gonna use for my three words are thirty-fourth. Okay. Mailbag. Wait, is 34th yes. considered one it's word? A word. Yeah. Yes, it's no. one word. Wait, well, you should have thought of all this, uh, no. so I'm going to type my words in. Okay, so uh, 34th. Wait, are we starting movie. now? Well, hold it's on. starting no, oh, now. No, I put, my, no, I put my words in, and then I go. It takes a second to type. 34th movie uh, mailbag. Okay, that's my words that I've chosen. Oh, I wrote mailbath. Okay, mailbag. There we go. I don't okay. spell well. 34th movie mailbag, and I have to come up with the number of the uh, mailbags here. Uh, can you fire yes. the timer, Gavin? Okay, you ready? Okay, uh, ready. One, two, three. Ready, set, Google. Uh, okay, a minute to mailbag squeaking. Movie mailbag sequel. Flophouse bonus. Mo- oh, he's going down. Oh, it's like a sequel. Oh. We're looking for the what Flophouse are we movie. For? The Flophouse movie. Minute House mailbag. Movie. Yes, minute this mailbag. Is not Sounds good great. at all. Uh-oh, he's going to lose it. He's going to... Ah, All right, Gavin, what is the answer? So the answer was 21 mailbags. 21, 21. mailbags hmm. is the amount of mail they brought in. You should have just guessed, like threw out a number. Yeah, I should have, actually. <laughs> when I tested point. it, I I could only do it in four. You did it in four? What were your four it words? It was 34th Street. Mailbags, oh. but I use mailbags as two words, so I mean you could have. Oh, even... I probably could have gotten it with that. Oh man! All okay. right, well I didn't get it, so here we go. Eight five five thirty three way FM. We're gonna give you a chance to win a prize here based on a question from that round. Eight five five three three way FM. If you want to play. Ready? Uplifting Way set. FM, this is The Wally Show. Welcome to the conclusion, Jody, of Ready, Set, Google. How are you? 
I'm good. Okay, now you're going to get a question based on our uh, round of Ready, Set, Google, in which I could not come up with how many mailbags were in the end of the movie Miracle on 34th Street. Do you remember the number Gavin gave us? 21. 21. Yeah, I wish that was the question because you would have just won, but that is not the question. Uh, I said I could do it in three words, and I said the three words I was going to attempt to find that answer with with Google. So do you remember the three words? Uh, 34th. Movie. Mailbag. You did it! Nicely done! Jody, uh, the pause there scared me for a second, but you actually figured it out. I scared me, too, for a second. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen Miracle on 34th Street? Yes, many times. I have kids, and it's like the best movie ever. I feel like I'm the only one that hasn't seen this whole thing. You know, because like another classic is that, uh, uh, what is it? It's, a, one- a, bell wing it's a wonderful life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is a sad movie. Like, I did not it find that happy. enjoyable. It, it is, is happy, but it's dark. <laughs> it is. It's very dark, and funny story about that movie, when I worked at a sandwich shop, I had never seen that movie either, my boss told me I could not come back to work until I saw that movie. Whoa. Oh, that's great. I did that with Betty Rock in the movie Iron Eagle. I'm like, you must watch Iron Eagle, and you must write a uh, rapid movie review about it. And it was terrible. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jody, congratulations. You uh, figured it all out, and you are a winner today on our Christmas edition of Ready, Set, Google. Yay! Woo. Merry Christmas, Jody. Merry Christmas. Well, the podcast is over, but there's still the aftercast. It's new stuff you didn't hear in the podcast. Be sure to rate us on iTunes as well as connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Just search Wally Show. And if you'd like to join our Facebook group made exclusively for you potties, the link is in the description of this podcast. Thanks to Colorado Christian University Online and United Faith Mortgage for supporting what we do.